Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I'm Lance Timmerman. Lance, I feel like I should be the third Timmerman brother. You uh, might as well be. Can, I, can is, is it Bill and Michelle? Is that your uh-huh. parents' names? Yeah. Can they adopt me? They would I think take they'd you prefer. in. Yeah, they'd actually, they'll, they would just trade me, I think, for you. No, we need, we need you still. Hmm. Yeah. Do we? <laughs> Because <laughs> this needs to be a family show, we could then okay. say it's a family show. We uh, we have your brother, my, my brother, my brother, and me. Yeah, yeah, dental version for sure. Exactly. That's what I mean. That's what we've been trying to do for two and a half years. <laughs> a little bit. Um, poorly. We, we have your brother on today, Clint Timmerman. Clint, what, Clint, what is up? How's it going? Uh, I want to talk about your new project. Okay. But before we do that, I have to talk about Gary Takis. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Oh, no. Bro. I want you to know I do like music, and apparently <laughs> Gary does too. So, here's the thing: who doesn't like music? Deaf people, I guess, I but ma- maybe they like it more than anybody. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Communists? So, <laughs> right. I don't know. <laughs> so, a friend of mine sent me an email or sent me a text from it was a screen grab from Gary's uh, newsletter that he sends out. Okay. And and I posted this on Dental Hacks Nation. So if you want to go see it, you can see it there. I Let me that. find it here. Uh, um I don't know where I put it. Um I read it to Holly saying, um, Josh is making friends. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh-huh. In this newsletter, and I don't know the con- I don't get this newsletter. Okay. Um, I, I don't know the full context of it, but it has the first half of the newsletter. It looks like this is the thrivingdentist.com newsletter, which I think is you know, Thriving yep. Dentist is Gary's podcast. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm assuming that that he has a consulting business. Do you guys even know? Uh, yeah, I think he's he was primarily a consultant. I think the way the story goes, he was a consultant and then he um, relocated to Arizona and bought a practice so he could do a working uh, kitchen, testing kitchen like kind lab. of thing. Yeah. And then, um, so proof of the pudding. And then so it was, all, but the podcast was started, I think, as a way to um, get that message out, just get the message out, get people listening and, and then maybe yeah. have them hire them as well. So, so I normal. Yeah, this this is uh, this is from Gary from thrivingdentist.com. So apparently that's his, his home base. Hi, do you really want things to return to normal? I want you to take a minute and think about what going back to normal means to you and your practice. If returning to normal means going back to a place that wasn't profitable and sustainable even before this crisis hit us, would you still prefer going back to your practice? I hear from many practice owners today sharing how their practices have been severely hit as they weren't profitable enough to stay afloat and be prepared for emergencies like the one we're experiencing now. Here's the quote that gets me. If I take a step back and look at life smiles on the business side of dentistry, I'm glad to share with you that as a practice, we aren't really affected by all that's happening around us. Ha- Can you guys help me with that? How is that possible? Um, is pot legal in Arizona? Because <laughs> I've come up with three possibilities. 
Because I, this has been a great lesson for my entire family to tell them how interrelated everything in the economy is. Right. That we we are codependent on everybody and not, not just things. one. So yeah, nobody's not affected. Right. So there's three things here. Okay. Number one is his practice is just doing dentistry as normal against government regulations and recommendations. Right. I'm. That's I would one possibility. It, I would doubt it, but right. well, it's possible. Sure. But if that's if that's true, mm-hmm. then that's a very tough look. Yeah. 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 Option two, he's lying to pretend that he is bigger, wealthier, more important than he is. So he's lying to look strong, right? Lying think, to to cover weakness. I think we've That's all a learned possibility. to uh, always take everything anybody says with a grain of salt if they've got b- these types of businesses. Right. You know, they're they're going to embellish. So or I would- number three is the I think the more likely one. He's trying to sell us some shit. <laughs> okay, door number three is probably. I think door number yeah. three through you know trying to talk up door number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like everybody embellishes. Uh, one, most dentists seem to, to embellish and exaggerate their practice numbers, but I think everybody has to sound like they're just super, super successful, mm-hmm. um, and as a way to like, Oh, I want to be with this guy. The interesting thing is though, to me, that makes me feel like uh, almost that this person's not relatable, that this isn't a exactly. different, different plane. And there we, we know some very, um, competent awesome speakers even and i really appreciate their humility and when they say hey i struggled last month because of xyz and this is what i did to me that is more appealing but then when you get the other people where it's just all rainbows and unicorns it's like i can't relate to this guy well it's the equivalent of the instagram uh the infamous guy where where their their work is awesome and they don't have anything that their margins are always perfect and 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 things never fail Right, 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 and I and I think, um, yeah, those are not the people I necessarily want to take a course from because they're in a different plane than me. I'm 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 more normal than the average guy, so oh, yeah. I want to I want to be taught from the normal guy. Exactly. Even when I was at a hands-on course learning to place implants, this particular mm-hmm. type of implant, right as it, the implant driver, the screw came out right in the middle of the implant, very first one. I'm like. Holy shit! You got to be kidding me! But luckily, the person that was there is like, "Oh, this happens to me every now and then." And then she was able to show me what to do to get that broken screw out of the implant. Like, oh, mm-hmm. and then, well, she seems very competent. I'm glad she, she could show me what to do, rather than, "Hey, yeah. dipshit, you should never have this even happen." So, yeah, that's why love- never happened in my hands. Right. Plus, <laughs> my love, Frank Spear. Years ago, I saw a lecture, and I think it was most of his pr- presentation was all his failures. And that was awesome because you're like, oh shit, I didn't know. Number one, I didn't know it could fail that bad. Uh, but that even even an awesome guru has shit that goes go sideways. Right. But he handled if I, it. If I skip further down in this email from, uh-huh. so he talks about the episode and why you know, hey, if mm-hmm. you want to if you want to not be affected by stuff like this, you got to listen to this episode, right? Right. Um, because he's got the the magic sauce. He's got the the secret recipe. Hmm. Quote, from the day I started doing dentistry, I had my heart set on achieving profitable dental practice. Yeah, that's that's another tough one. Gary's not Um, a dentist. He's not a dentist. It sounds like girl boss. Gary's never done dentistry. (laughs) So you may like this. You may call this semantics. It, It. Yeah. He may have meant since the day I got into dentistry. 
But that is not what that says. That says since the day I started doing dentistry. Yeah, so what I, that tells me is that he's attempting to mislead people who yeah. don't know he's not a dentist into thinking he's a dentist. Yeah, the reason it's dangerous is I, I think the vast majority of us know that he's a consultant and not a dentist. So we do, would just look right past it. But if I was a new grad and just now getting exposed to him and what he's got to offer, I would be misled. I don't want it to sound like I don't like Gary Takis. Um, I'm not going to hang out with Gary. Mm-hmm. He and I just aren't the same kind of person. Sure. He's the type of person that, you know, I, I don't, it's just the, it's just the sort of, um, super positivity that I don't, it did that energy doesn't spellbind me. Like it spellbinds some people. Right. Um, and so he and I just like are never like, I would never get up in front of a crowd and say, does anyone here like music? Which I've heard from him multiple times which we alluded to, which is just the biggest bullshit line ever. Like fucking everybody likes music, Gary, mm-hmm. <laughs> like make a real point. And, and so I got a couple of DMS from people uh, who were I bet uh, you did. upset about me talking shit or whatever. And it's like, Hey, that's not, you know, it, it wasn't, I'm, I'm not trying to like, I'm not saying he's a bad person because I don't think uh-huh. he is. Um, but I do think that he um, is selling something using fear, fear that uh-huh. people aren't prepared enough during this. And uh-huh. that if you followed his recipe that you would be prepared enough. So you have to buy what he's selling. I also think that um, him misleading people into thinking he's a dentist is bad. That's just bad. It's mm-hmm. bad form. We've, we've fought that battle before in people who are trying to make people online think they're dentists and they're not. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you know it, that's one person I'm thinking of is also somebody that Gary interviewed on his show as a DSO owner who turns out is a co-manager of a single practice in like a, a three-op practice in, in New Jersey or some shit, right? Connecticut. Yep. In Connecticut, Whatever. but <laughs> yet it's the, uh, isn't it Park Avenue that they have a picture of Manhattan? Yes, and it, it, all like, these and this office that doesn't exist. Yeah. It's like artist renderings. Um, yeah, I I don't like that stuff. He was the first to when the weave stuff was going on, just jump on and applaud weave for all of that garbage, um, which I thought was bullshit because it's just hey, oh really? Yeah, somebody giving him you know weave's giving him money, so he's just jumping on board with that even if he didn't know the full story. Um, and everything, every time I've been around him, no offense, Gary, I, maybe you'll hear this, maybe you won't. I just don't find him to be an authentic person. I don't find him to be somebody who shares his authentic self. I think he is, I don't think what we see of Gary is Gary. I think mm-hmm. he's produced this entity that is supposed to be this practice whisperer, this guru, this no, amazing genius. The whisperer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I, it, it I, maybe just I, seems my, hilariously out of touch. The cynical part of me, I, I just don't think anybody is authentic. So I think we're pretty authentic. I mean, we, we tell people the shit that's going on in our lives. We talk about cases that went bad. Yeah. I, I talked about the time I cut up that guy's floor of the mouth. Like, sure. I, but like that's why about. I listen to your show every week. And that's why your lecture, for example, at Voices of Dentistry was great. And other people are authentic. They were great. And Gary's, uh, I, I've seen the one with Led Zeppelin. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's the same one he he shows 
uh, essentially was about uh, creating a legacy. And so he was just saying that, hey, Led Zeppelin's created such a great legacy. You should do this too. And mm-hmm. unfortunately for me, I'm to the point of dentistry or I'm just, uh, you know, the, the rosy colored glasses have kind of faded away. I'm just trying not to piss people off. Like, yeah. I, I want Mrs. Jones to not hate me. I, I don't think I'm creating a legacy with her. Um, which at the same time, I get that, hey, it's not a bad thing to try to create a, a practice that has a reputation and, and people will hopefully enjoy as, as best they can. Uh, but at the same time, that's just not, again, it just wasn't something relatable, hmm. but I feel like you guys are relatable. Josh, you're relatable. Thanks buddy. You're like, George email- Bush. You're, you're the dentist I can have a beer with. <laughs> I, I, I can, you know, all I can, the only George Bush impersonation I can do is the impression, the impersonation of Dana Carvey doing the older George W. Bush. Oh. Not going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent. Not going to yeah. do it. Thousand <laughs> yes, that's right. I got an email today from uh, from a student. Um, it says, not so much a question, but I've been listening to your podcast since day one. I remember being in SimLab on a December night during D1 year, cutting some class ones on a top down when I first listened to episode one and was dying of laughter about Duke University. All that being said, I currently attend a school where a very prestigious dental lecturer works as part-time faculty. I also saw Josh dragging his ass on a Facebook group for his arrogance and ignorance during the COVID-19 pandemic. Keep knocking Gary down. I love this show. Keep up the great work. XOXO. Um, <laughs> P.S. If this makes it on the podcast, please don't release my email. I don't need anyone at the school listening to this blowing up my spot for not being a fan of the dental guru, Gary fucking Takis. So um, listen, it's not that I don't like the guy. He and I are never going to be friends because we're just different people. I just call out bullshit when I see it. And this was bullshit to me. Yeah. And you know, if, if Mike had something like this, that was like, Oh, everything's cool here. Life is great. Buy what I'm selling. I would have called out Mike too. It has, if you would do it, Lance, I would do it to you. Like I just call it bullshit when I see it and I thought it was bullshit. So you want to get at me, Gary, get at me, but that's the deal. You guys cool with that? Hey, I'm, I'm cool, cool with, with it. I, I hope it. he's not the type to leave your, uh, you know, the, the head of your dog in your bed or anything like that. He, he doesn't strike me as the type. So I think I, cool. I would end him so fast. It's not even funny if he did that. I would. Uh, I Have you seen John Wick? Y- yes. <laughs> yeah, not not number sure. three yet, though. Oh, it's good. Is it? OK. <laughs> mm-hmm. More more headshots, I imagine. Right. Yeah. Anytime there's a fight movie where uh, someone kicks someone or punches someone in the elbow and it bends their elbow backwards i'm a big fan of that i love that move i first saw that move (laughs) in the born identity and it's been a staple of action movies ever since and i want more of it i want more elbows bent backwards um i just think that's amazing and there's always great foley sound effect work when they do that yeah um and there's that in john wick and i enjoy that very much oh yeah it's good stuff clint you've got a new project going on I, I it's do. kind of an old project, but it's new again. Very true. Very true. Yes. Uh, you know, in a former life, Lance had actually been. Uh, sorry, just got distracted by your your back scratch thingamajigger you've sorry. got there. The video <laughs> throwing me off. My back really bad, and and I have a back scratcher next to my desk, and I'm like literally just getting after it. Hey, it is the rash. I understand. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
that's the worst. Uh, no. So uh, be- before Lance uh, jumped on with working interferences, he had a podcast called Totally Oral, and every now and then he would have me co-host the intro. We also had gone to IDS uh, a few years ago and had a chance to. You're kinda... underselling it because I looked at the feed today. Uh, uh, you yes. did more than just like co. You did like even back in, even back in 2016, you were doing episodes. Um, you were doing a lot of these episodes. Yeah, you 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 helped me carry the load a lot. I well, I always. <laughs> I have a tough time going back and listening to myself. Now I'm trying to, so I can self-critique and try to improve. Mm -hmm. Uh, Usually Lance is notorious for asking me to podcast at the worst times. I swear I could be on the (laughs) toilet. I could be on the Aurora bridge ready to jump and like, well, now's not good. Or maybe it would be good in that situation. (laughs) Um, Or maybe I've just had a little too much to drink or something. And I remember one time in particular, Uh I'm like, Lance, I'm just not in a state of mind to record. And he's like, well, let's just do this as a dry run. We'll record this. And then tomorrow I'll call you and we'll do it for real. Okay. Wake up. And then he releases the And he released it like, ah, shit. I I hope that went okay. (laughs) I still have yet to go back and listen to it. It's it's the one, uh, the the guy that was from Manchester. And Lance wanted to know. Oh, Ashley Ladder. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's when we had gone and we tried to go back and find all the places that at least still existed from all the bands that we've loved. And yeah, I would definitely was, I don't even remember recording it. And so I'm like, well, hopefully it went okay. Um, yeah, I've got quite a few guests where I'm like, okay, well, thanks anyway. And they're like, wait, when are we going to start? I'm like, dude, I was recording the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. It's kind of my move. <laughs> no, it really is. <laughs> Which now I, uh, I was just telling Lance before I recorded, I've realized a lot of times when I, especially if I see someone in person, as you're catching up and talking, that's a lot of the good stuff right there. And so I find it's best to just hit record, talk about what you want to, and then almost get that out of the way and then finish up everything else you wanted to talk about. But long time, mm-hmm. a lot of times just being spontaneous ends up being some of the best. Yeah. So uh, tell me, what what's your vision for... Uh, so you've taken... You've really re-energized the totally oral feed. That's what I was trying to do. I, I'd kind of flirted with, and I asked Lance for the longest time, like, hey, I know you're busy with other podcasts. What if I try to resurrect this? Even if we did the inverse of what we had before, maybe I have a chance mm-hmm. to interview some people, and then Lance can. Then I'll, I'll try to find Lance at the most inopportune times, that, which, <laughs> which to no fault of his own. Not that he's going to know when he texts me what I'm, what I'm doing on the other end. Oh, he knows. Um, he knows. <laughs> it's a gift. <laughs> and uh, and so what happened is just with everything going on right now, um, I had, um, you know, originally I was actually supposed to have a trip to, to Prague, and then I was doing this half Ironman and Oceanside and going to go to Disneyland, which I realized makes me sound like the biggest, you know, <laughs> uh prick by just saying like what everything I'd go on that COVID canceled. I know there's a lot of people that are, are deeply, deeply no, man, it, what's going on. There's, no, there's no and shame then, in being disappointed about missing the things that you wanted to do. I, I call bullshit on that. Yeah. People are struggling or whatever, but like you being disappointed that you didn't get to do an Iron Man is not selfish. It's being a human. And that's what you're supposed to be disappointed. And not getting to go on your vacation. Well, thank thank you for giving me permission permission for yeah. that because it's easy yeah, to sometimes wrestle with guilt, which may, maybe it's founded or, or not founded. Um, 
But my special lady friend, she had recommended that, hey, maybe now is a good time to actually resurrect your brother's podcast. Maybe you can go talk to people, see what, you know, based on everything, what they're going through. So you um, violated the stay in place order. That well, I'm going to I'm going to put all over. <laughs> what happened is when I left at first, it was the no social contact below 10 people. And then as I was leaving Washington, that's when the stay in place order went. I'm like, oh, well, cool. I'm going to Idaho. I'm going to other places. And as soon as I got there, then their stay in order place was put in effect. I'm like, all right, shit. So I had met with some people that uh, were essentially under quarantine. We were all doing everything that, you know, following the rules. But then it's like, hey, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. And so I pulled myself up in uh, just a shitty motel out near outside of Aspen, which Something which, by the way, a shitty motel outside of Aspen still they charge more than they should. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's the town that they say where the billionaires were displaced, or the millionaires are displaced by the billionaires, and it it was it was still like eighty a night, but it's definitely something that should have been twenty. Still pretty sure there was a dead hooker under under the bed there. Did you um, was that where the first VOD was? I think that's the same thing. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> well, I left one there, so. <laughs> But uh, so then I just started doing things over Skype and then um, and my, my hope was to just get kind of a, a good sample of, of different dentists around the nation, even non-dentists, what, what they were going through. And I was even trying to talk to people that maybe aren't normally on podcast. Um, Josh, I'd even thought about interviewing you, but then I thought, hey, I've never even heard from Andrea before. Um, so maybe not sure. Well, you know what's going on with her if she would you know be willing to talk about about what's happening with covid that, that would be a fun the, like bizarro wi where it's clint and andrea clint and, and it's our first time ever even talking yeah uh-huh. that'd be fun you have to find time. reddit questions yeah yeah, yeah. yep <laughs> although I, I did kind of find right away that the message that everyone seems to share is this sucks ass i don't know if i'm gonna go under i'm yeah. bored having to stay inside and so i think I'm going to try to switch it up a little bit and ask no, more of what... What do you mean? Gary's practice is crushing Oh, hey, these... Well, shit, I should be talking Crushing it right now, huh? <laughs> Life smile or whatever it's called. It's crushing. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just going to start talking to people and see what... Hey, do you have any, uh, you know, Netflix recommendations other than Tiger King? Uh, I was even going to call and, and record with my dad. And a lot of times, my dad is somebody who's... He's extremely introverted and he wants to talk, but sometimes he doesn't have anything to talk about. So I usually just ask him really weird questions like, you know, hey, would you rather get uh, attacked by a dolphin or a shark, but you're only allowed to punch the shark or <laughs> it just weird ass shit like that. And, and I'll answer for a little bit and I'm like, Clint, why are you asking me these questions? So I was going to make an episode like that and just see like, that would be good. Doing, we, we, that's the episode that we need. I think it so. Is. It's something that's just switch it up a bit. There. Did, did, did you know when you formulated that question that the, the most likely animal to rape a human is a dolphin? I did not know that, but I heard that the only other animal that has sex for pleasure. So it would make sense okay. that if a I dolphin is attracted that, to me. On Netflix, Chris Delia's got a, an episode and he talks about dolphins fucking people. Yeah. Wow. It happens. It happened. Well, uh, like I'd rather, I'd like, I might take my chance at that shark. See, that's <laughs> the thing. If you don't want to get raped and you're able to, to point, you know, punch the shark in the, the nose, I guess we'll find and out. Everybody where- tells me that the shark doesn't give a fuck. That's all I hear is that nah, sharks don't give a fuck, really. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Um, well, I think yeah, it's they time can bite Bill my leg off. Found out. 
Yes. <laughs> Jesus. So if they get a little zany and wacky that, you know, just to kind of change it up, that, that might be why. But my, my whole hope was kind of like a COVID-19 special report. And so what, then, are you going to keep going with this when it's at, when it's done? What, what's your thought? Well, what are you doing? I thought this would be a way to kind of jumpstart it. And then from there, I can kind of go back to a normal, you know, be it if it's a weekly podcast or something along those lines. But I, I do kind of like the special reporting version of it, say, like when Lance and I went to Cologne or in this particular case, try to find out what people's thoughts are on COVID. Um, I'd even, had, I haven't talked to you guys about this, but even if you wanted to send me on assignment to try to get some questions uh, or, we'll send you to Gordon's house. We want you to go to Gordon's house. I've been to his house before. We, we want you to get into like get into his bedroom. I want a full report on like what's are there two separate beds? Is it one bed? I want all that stuff. I'm a, I've been inside Gordon Christensen's house That's before. Right. It, it, it's a very nice place. Did you uh, see the bedroom? Uh, that's where I was the whole time. I I was I was just trying to hide. You know, see who would who would come in. Maybe you know eventually Rella would come in or something. Rubella. Rubet, Rubet. <laughs> and measles and mumps too. Did you hear other wives or did you guys see that uh, our uh, Canadian hygienist friend, Irene DM'd Gordon asking for him to record a video saying happy birthday to Lance. And he left, oh. he left Irene on red, meaning like he read the message, but then just didn't respond. No, I tried to actually make a little sound bite when I took one of his courses in Provo for working interferences and uh, he just said, okay, well, Hey, cool. Let me think about that. Let me think about that. I don't think he knew. He doesn't what, know what I don't a think podcast, he knew his podcast is. is. Exactly. What and the then pod so, part. And then I heard someone, you know, said like, Oh, he'd probably want to charge $5,000 or something. Yeah, and I, I think he a, tried to shake down Alan and Jason for five grand to be, to be a guest on their show. He wanted five grand from them. And I'm guessing since he's never been on that, the answer was no. Yeah. So far, yeah, so far, <laughs> we'd be happy. We will give. Uh, I'll give Gordon a uh, fifty dollars gift card to uh, Golden Corral if he wants to come on the show. <laughs> I, I, I can't go Corral's five grand, awesome. but I will give him a fifty dollars gift card to Golden Corral, and that does include access to the chocolate fountain. Just FYI. Oh, kick ass! Now, mm. Chuckarama is also in Provo, and the benefit of Chuckarama is it it does have scones, the American version scones, deep fried mm-hmm. dough with butter Love and honey it. on mm-hmm. uh, back okay. in my undergrad days. I used to go there for lunch and then I would study there at Chuckarama and then finish with dinner to try to stretch out the all you can eat over Jesus. several hours. So <laughs> I'm sure I was they definitely on you. a budget. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they they loved the- and of course I never tipped cause I didn't think that was a thing really. Yeah. Well, it's a buffet. Chuckarama. Yeah. Right. They had, exactly. They had your photo by the front saying, do not let this guy enter. <laughs> Um, so you've had, uh, you've had Aaron Elliott, you've had Stephen Dold, you've had, um, uh, Wade Pilling, you've yep. had, Wade's uh, son even, uh, son. Uh, a missionary who got sent home from the Philippines. Yeah, yeah. Craig, as Craig was making the mask for the nurses and I think actually any healthcare practitioner in Moses Lake. Um, have got an upcoming one to Jacob Whipple coming out, um, a therapist that I know. Should be hopefully hitting over the weekend, I'm just about how that. she's dealing with everything. Um, so yeah, just trying to get uh, kind of a good sample size of what people are thinking or feeling. I've also recognized sometimes people, I think even uh, 
it's easy even to to put a headline. You know, people may or may not listen to the episode, but maybe uh, I think even figure, you know, uh, formulate an opinion about something they haven't listened to just yet. And I don't know if people also read the show notes. Uh, some do. Some do. We have one person that does. Ah, <laughs> uh, because I I will copy and I'll make links. Sometimes the links don't even make sense. Or, for example, when I was talking to Sophia Khan, a friend of mine who teaches at University of Colorado, uh, in the show notes, I said, Sophia, you know, uh, will tell us what the what Colorado is going to do for all of their students. And if you click on the link, it sends you a picture of a fortune cookie note that says you're shit out of luck. <laughs> and uh, just things like that. Or even I, I think I on Aaron's show notes, I had a random link to a picture of a badger. Uh, just weird shit like that. But I realized I don't think anybody even. It, you know, scrolls down and clicks on those. So, so hidden Easter eggs out there for anyone listening, if they want to go so back and. You said it was Sophie Khan teaches at, at uh, Colorado, right? She does. Yep. Yeah. Is she, uh, is that in Boulder? Is the dental school in Boulder? Uh, it's actually in Aurora, uh, oh, just okay. east of oh. downtown Denver. A uh, really nice campus there. Uh, Phil on Schultz, on shoots, uh, the guy that started AEG. Anyway, he paid a bunch of money. Uh, to build the campus, which, fun fact, he was actually next door neighbors with Gordon Christensen when Gordon Christensen was at University of, uh, I think it was University of Denver, where he got his PhD in psychology. So he actually knew him before he became real big. Hmm. Um, but that's where the campus is at. And then she had some interesting things to say, too, because they're going to try to bring the students back. But because of social distancing, they might only be able to bring back alphabetically every other student to try to space out the chairs um sim lab they might not be able to be side by side so they're trying to figure out you know what's going to happen from you know, going forward so we're severely overthinking it this is like oh we totally are it's it's, it's well every day that goes by I'm too, less and less well even like when i was up in the mountains i i still do not understand why if you get in your car if your car's in your garage you get in your car and you drive into the middle of nowhere, why that's supposed to be bad, but you're allowed to walk around your neighborhood, and there are so yeah. many people on the sidewalks now, right. it's inevitable to pass them. And so even when I was in the Rockies, some other distance runners were were holed up in places by themselves, and they were just getting trashed. Uh, there's even a guy named David Clark, not the David Clark that you and I know. I was going to say, we know David Clark. Yeah, no, he's, a, he's an ultra distance runner, lives in Boulder. And people were just giving him shit for doing a long run by himself in the woods. And so he just was like, hey, I believe in protecting yourself from COVID, but I think we're overreacting and getting a little hypersensitive to this. And and I agree. And, you know, even seeing the pictures today of people that were taking out teeth and they, they look like they're in hazmat suits, you know, like from the movie Outbreak. Yeah. I have a tough time uh, pulling teeth so with dumb. just with anything yeah. on other than scrubs because I sweat profusely. And so I'm like, I don't know how the hell this is going to go. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, think- I decided to watch Contagion because we talked about it uh, in a recent episode. And mm-hmm. uh, and everybody's acting as if this was Contagion. Um, but Contagion had a death rate of 40%. Yeah. Not, yeah. Point, if not, not more. Everybody who got it in the movie almost died. Yeah. Within 12 hours. Yeah. yeah. No, totally. Yeah. And, and I thought Contagion did a really good job of showing how this stuff usually happens when they show mm-hmm. like the bat eats the banana that the mm-hmm. pig eats. And then the guy doesn't wash his hands. He just w- wipes his apron and then gives it to Gwyneth Paltrow and right. just finger really- blasted her in that stable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
My favorite so, part of that movie was when they draped her skull or her uh, scalp back over her face. Right. The uh, autopsy is the yeah. best part. It was the best part. I, I don't like people who sell bullshit, and Gwyneth Paltrow sells bullshit. Uh-huh. Do you own her vagina? Is it her vagina juice? Vagina no, it's scent? a candle. A candle. It's a, it's a candle, candle that, that smells, that smells, like, smells her like her vagina. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Coming oh. soon from Gary Takis. Mm-hmm. A candle that smells like his balls. <laughs> wonder if Chris so Martin has Christmas. one. <laughs> or is it just too tough? You know, if he burns that candle, like if you if you have uh, Dr. Khan back on the show, um, I'm going to need you to ask her about her theories on Jean Benet Ramsey. Oh, okay, because she's closed. I mean, she's from New York. Uh, well, anybody who's in Boulder or near Boulder, I just like to know what they think about who killed Jean Benet. Well, ask Ryan Swain. You know, he's a boulder. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Yeah. You know, he's invited me to his house so many times. And then every time I message to be like, Hey, I'm going to be in the area. He never, never writes back. Uh, he was on I, an ayahuasca trip or something. Yeah. I was going to say, I think he, he, his body may be in boulder, but his mind may be somewhere else elsewhere. But I wonder what his opinion on Jean Benet Ramsey is. What's yours? Um, uh, I, I think that the son had something to do with it. As I say, it was a brother. Yeah, mm. it's that's my favorite murder. Besides the Zodiac, it's 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 Jean There's a mm. podcast called My Favorite Murder, and yeah. uh, where they have that. Yeah, and and uh, if I had to pick one, it's either Zodiac. Um, but if Zodiac doesn't count, then I would I would pick Jean Benet. Okay, it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I found all of a sudden the last couple of years I've just gotten uh, into different podcasts that go over. Various disappearances or murders. Yeah. Uh, so Josh, I think what, you listened to Up and Vanished, right? Yes, I've listened. Teacher in to, Georgia. Yeah, I've listened to Up and Vanished. Um, the how I got into last podcast on the left was searching the the Apple Podcast Store for Jean Benet and and finding uh-huh. that, and I listened to that, and it was like the first time you hear the Beatles or whatever. You know, it's just like, oh my god, this is the best thing I've ever heard. A comedy a dark comedy show about murder and mayhem and the paranormal and all that stuff. And that just made me fall in love with that show. Yeah. It's fascinating. You know, Lance, while I'm thinking of it, you practice right on the green river (laughs) or any of the green river killer victims near your office. Then again, Uh, I guess you don't want people to know if that's the case. (laughs) Yeah. It's not a very rich way. I don't believe that any of the victims were nearby. Um, but, uh, every time we drive past Taylor mountain, um, I tell Bianca, Hey, that's where Ted Bundy had some, some of the bodies hidden. Yes. Yeah, Seattle's got a, but very which way and, uh, and Ted Bundy that's, uh, uh-huh. Seattle's got, got some, uh, well, even they're not uh, just uh, about alternative. It's about murder too. Yeah. The dating game killer. He had a, a oh, storage right. unit up here. He was down there in LA, but the storage unit was up here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Most normal people have a storage unit well, 1500 miles away from where they live. As you should. I, I do have one Reddit for tonight. Okay. We haven't done a Reddit in a while because we're in this like weird it's been a while. phase. Yeah. Listen, people, here's the problem with Reddit right now. Every single post on the on the dentistry subreddit is COVID related. And mm-hmm. they just get boring about like, I have a toothache and no one will see me. What do I do? I mean, that's that's 95% mm-hmm. of the posts. So this post is Go to from, Gary's place. Yeah, go to Gary's. <laughs> um, he's crushing it right now. Um, 18 days ago in the subreddit of dentistry, from Reddit user, um, <laughs> troubled pussy ninety three. 
they ask, braces and blowjobs? Well, yes, I'm considering braces, but love giving blowjobs. Will getting braces prevent me from giving blowjobs? I think we need to do the scientific method and put this to the test. And I, um, I feel like a peer review, a peer reviewed study would be the only uh-huh. way. Well, we, and we need to get funding for it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, is that NIH? Do you think or WHO? It should be. Try them all. I mean, I mean can you imagine getting paid to uh, learn about this <laughs> as opposed to how I normally am? <sighs> Wait. <laughs> You know, there are always questions related to this. And if this is what the public is most concerned about, uh-huh. why not try to get the actual scientific answers? We've talked a lot about oral sex after extractions. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we've ever talked about it in relation to orthodontics. I think it is. I think it and is. And I, I feel like this should be Invisalign's new campaign, should be focused on this, don't you? <sighs> I, well, it certainly would have a great tagline. What well, hit me with it? Well, I, I don't know the tagline. I just no. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever um, those madmen will come up with will be awesome because they're not going to shred. You know, your dick won't be shred. <laughs> I would just say something like, "Don't let orthodontics get in the way mm-hmm. of you sucking a juicy hog." That's mm-hmm. what I think. Right. That's kind of what I would. Mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. commercial should should be kind of like that. Have you seen? There's an Invisalign commercial that has the Asian guy in it, and he's obviously not a dentist. He's a he's an actor. He's a really good looking Asian guy, probably 42, mm-hmm. um, little wisp of gray hair, but he's looking great, thin, fit, good looking guy. And he's talking about mm-hmm. how he loves Invisalign because it gives him so many options or whatever. So um, he's. Um, Lance, I'm looking at their post history and it's just Oh no. <laughs> so I all right, so will braces affect? I think we can say if you're talented, no, right? It's all about the technique. Yeah. It's all about the That's technique. What I'm going with. Um if I would recommend if if elastics were indicated, maybe take your elastics out. Maybe. Sure. I don't feel like that would contribute. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like that. Like maybe if you've got Marpy going on right now, maybe because if it's ribbed for her pleasure, wouldn't maybe elastics be for his something else to put in the? the I clinical yeah, trial? I don't think so. Yeah, I this is why we need the clinical. Trials. Oh, we do. I mean, we. I don't. I don't dispute we need data, but I don't think um, that. Uh, but you don't know. I don't know. That is correct. Mm-hmm. I See? do. I do not know. I, I had an office know. manager once who. Oh, the the she. I guess I realized this probably sounds like it can go many different directions. Yep. No, they, uh, she worked in an office in Florida where the wife was getting, or this lady was getting uh, Invisalign, and she was asking all these details about, well, can I do this? You know, can I give a blowjob this way? Can I do that? My partner likes X Y Z and was going into graphic details. Well, at the same time, the husband was also a patient there. And so then when he comes in, everybody knew, like, essentially <laughs> like, how he likes to be filleted, you know, uh-huh. and, and and it was just kind of weird for them. Of course, he had no clue. Um, and she was just going to these uncomfortable details. But they did him a solid. They said, go for it. Nice. I mean, give it a try. Right. Yeah. I mean, give it uh-huh. a try. See, see what happens. Um, then again, uh, with your aligners, I guess you could just take that out. That's the thing. I mean, that's you know, the deal. Like, like, if you're doing aligners, you just pop them out and put them back in. 
pump them out for seven minutes yeah. or whatever. It's but, but brackets, yeah, you're right. That uh, I'm going to go with you. I think proper technique, you're good. Shouldn't matter. In the in the subreddit of two x sex, I don't understand like what that means. Uh, maybe two x chromosomes. So it's, it's women talking about sex. I don't know. Okay. Um, how to make missionary feel better? I don't orgasm mm. easily and never without clit stimulation. Oral alone doesn't get me off even, and I don't even. God, I can't even read the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> My guy is thick and loves missionary because he likes to look. Oh, I can't. I just can't do it. It's too much. You ask. I like, quote Severus Snape. <laughs> Has it ever dawned on you that you ask too much? I can't read. I cannot read this on a microphone. That's. <laughs> it is way how, too much sharing. How big is your microphone? It's. Oh, God. I can't. I literally, I'm looking at the words uh-huh. and I cannot say them. I yeah. cannot say them. I'm going to see if I can hold it up on the camera. There's no way you oh. guys can read that. Oh, I can actually. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to say them? No. That, no. The, <laughs> word, just, the word pounding is in there. I'm yeah. not going to read that. I mm. should have read that before I started and I've learned Probably. my lessons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, pounding um, can be very poetic. <laughs> it's more several, several posts in um healthy hoo-ha subreddit <laughs> huh now when is paltrow has to be in this one i can't yeah i mean no. that's like where else oh god guys wow <laughs> went off the rails <laughs> fast <laughs> I yearn for the days of regular Reddit to come back. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, the you know days of yore. That where it does not tend to get off the rails on Reddit is vexillology. For those who don't, don't know that, that, that is the study of flags, uh, which <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm into. And as you can imagine, yeah, no one there's getting laid or talking about anything like no. that. So no, Mm-mm. that's that's a safe place. So mm. t- what do you mean, like like different city flags and state flags, that kind of thing? Yeah, like the symbolism, the types of flags, what this so might mean, or how this Chile like rip off, off Chile ripped off Texas, right? It, it looks very similar. Looks like it. What about flags like on the aircraft carrier? And the guy is at the end showing, you know, go to the left, go to the right, and take off. What about those flags? Yeah, no, that that'd be part of it too. Okay, and they all state, you know, still uh, say something different, kind of like uh, scuba diving. You know, if someone's down, isn't it? It's the black flag with the uh, the diagonal black stripe. You know, all, all well, that. Diver down was a, a red and white, and the diagonal white. Yeah, see, that's a that's a, a valid flag and a very mm-hmm. good album by Van Halen. Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Jesus, <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> What's your favorite flag, Clint? Uh, you know, even the uh, the Scottish flag, this you know, the saltire there that they've got, that's pretty sweet. And then even how that uh, that's the that's the cross of Saint Andrew, and then you got the cross of Saint Peter, that's the Irish flag, and then Edward for the English flag. Um, that combines to make the Union Jack. So that's kind of a cool one to show, like the Union for the United Kingdom. 
Um, honestly, most state flags are, most of them are really boring. It's just blue with a, mm-hmm. like a logo, but the iconic ones definitely would be Texas, um, Colorado. Mexico, yeah. Colorado. That one's a really cool one. Colorado's Maryland. marketable. You, you get Colorado, like the, the C that's on the Colorado flag. You see that yeah. everywhere, but like Washington, it, it's green with the bust of George Washington. Yeah. So it just looks like a big George or a, a big dollar bill. And it's boring. You can't really do anything with that. Yeah. Um, so most most flags are kind of like that, but uh, Arizona's got a cool one. Who? Which is the one that has the Confederate and, uh, flag? Josh, like are you proud the of the, the Texas? I, I do like the Texas flag. That was Alabama in in Georgia, and then slowly they've a lot of them have been phased out. And then I remember um, when there was the controversy in I think it was Alabama where they they're trying to get rid of it, and the whole argument is no, it's heritage, not hatred. Even though some people could say like, well, your heritage includes some hatred, at least slavery. <laughs> but I remember the Onion had a headline once where it's like Alabama compromised. They now have the swastika and the middle finger on their flag nice. instead. <laughs> um, I, I like uh, Tennessee's got a good one, and I like yeah. South Carolina. Yeah, that one's cool too. It's got the palmetto. Yeah, uh, and the moon with with the yeah. crescent moon. Yeah, looks like it can almost be Muslim, but it's not. <laughs> now I hate it. Thank you. Oh, no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, yeah, all the blue ones with just like so, like Kansas, Oklahoma, Montana. Um, all those are are garbage. Um, they just blend in. There, there's nothing yeah. memorable about them to right. me. Maryland, the the pride at which people from Maryland have for that atrocious flag is troubling. Oh, not a fan. So I kind of no, like all the from Lord Baltimore. The is that what it is? I don't even know. It's just like the weird yellow and and black, and then the red and white crosses. It's just strange. So Voldemort yeah. wasn't originally from J.K. Rowling. Is that what you're saying? No, no, he was actually from uh, Cambridge, Maryland. <laughs> no, but you're right. They 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 do it. Sometimes they'll overdo it. Um, I remember when. Maryland, their football team came out with those yeah, uniforms for like half the oh, it was horrible. Half the helmet looked like one part of the flag, and the other half of the helmet looked like the other part. It, it was gaudy, and it was just it, it was something. It was, it was yeah. just really- I, I would say, I mean, next to all the stupid blue flags with just a logo on it, um, the Maryland flag is is trash. Not a fan of the Maryland flag. Oh, no, okay. it's just garbage. What's your favorite? Well, other than the Texas flag. I like California's to be honest with you. No, oh, got the bear on it. Yeah. What about there you, you go. guys? Makes sense. I hate them all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not a fan. <laughs> Clint, what about you? Yeah, you know, um, I think I'm gonna have to go with New Mexico. It's just really cool with that. It's uh, very unique. Probably- the, the yellow with the red. Um, Sun, I guess. So, yeah, from the the Pueblo Indian or the okay. uh, not the Pueblo Indians, but I don't know if they got their forget the name of the the tribe of that that that's taken after. But no, that one's pretty unique. That one's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm looking at a list here. Um, all of the blue ones get F's on this particular uh, ranking of all of all the flags. Um, Alab- no, Arkansas is tough. It's not good. It's like Arkansas. a trapezoid. Yeah, it's a it's a, a a red flag with a trapezoid in the middle, and it just says Arkansas. <laughs> it's not very good. That's it. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. I was as good. Um, I see these. There's these weird. There's a weird one that has like the Union Jack in the upper left hand corner, and then red, white, and blue stripes. Yeah, that's Hawaii. 
That's Hawaii? Yeah. Which Why? I know Captain Cook first found them, but at the same time, I was always surprised that we had a Union Jack, one of our state flags. Yeah. Very, very weird look. Um, what's the flag that's that's like it's got a, a notch out of the end of it and it's not shaped like any of the other flags. It's like a pennant. Uh, that'd be Ohio. Okay. That's yeah. That one. I don't know. It's Who do you think you are Ohio? It's like, they're trying to be the Nepal of the world. Uh, right. Nepal is the only flag. That's not a rectangle. Okay. And, and Ohio and Ohio. Yeah. How did we get into 10 minutes of fucking flag I, that talk? Is, that I derailed it. I, I, I took us from I, like, uh, I so like oral it. sex to vaccine. Big bang theory. So. We needed to get there because I was having, I was about to have to say the word pounding. Uh, which, <laughs> so I actually applaud you for rescuing me deep from that hole. Um, Speaking of hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, there's, I'm looking at all this vexology stuff and I had no idea this even existed. Cool. Yeah, there's a vexillology conference that they have once a year. And I, I bet that's a real banger. I bet. You know, I was, I was actually going to go one time. And Speaking of pounding. And I want to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I bet there's That'd a lot of HPV exchange there. It'd be fun if it's a big swingers meeting. People just getting on with everybody. And they I'm just, like, it, it, like they pretend that they're into flags, but it's actually right. just like a massive orgy. And then there's me that shows up to talk about flags. I'm like, like, hey, what? I'm actually here to talk about yeah, flags. Like, uh, I think I came to the wrong convention. What the hell's going on? There's ass everywhere. It's like every <laughs> dental meeting there is. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, Clint, you know the tradition. Ah. Do you so need, oh, the song. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, so I don't know I'm gonna I'm gonna punch up the end here and then you'll you'll you uh do your song. You got uh you got your uh you got something queued up, you got something in mind? I do. All right. Um, hey, share this with your friends. Uh, we haven't done these announcements in a while because, I don't know, everything seems weird. Um, you got any friends that are uh, sitting around not doing anything that are dentists? Uh, most likely, let them know about the show. Um, have them start with the dentist episode one. Um, we got episode two coming out next week, uh, which I'm super excited about. Um, Lance did did a tremendous job editing this next episode uh, to put some sound clips in and stuff like that. So we're excited about that. Um, let them know about the show. That's how we grow the show. One listener at a time uh, rate and review. Um, Lance, what's your favorite number? I'm a big fan of five. Clint, what's your favorite number? Two. It, oh no. Five, <laughs> five. For good I old thought you were going to say 69. I was waiting. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> damn it. I missed I missed my chance. <laughs> That's all right. Five. Uh, for it, Rick Meyer. <laughs> I, I do remember Rick Meyer, former Notre Dame quarterback. Yep, if I remember yep. correctly, he was. We brought we brought up Jacob Whipple earlier, so uh, you can you guys hopefully had some some hot Rick Meyer talk. You know, we didn't get into that uh, for the next next go around. Okay, we'll talk a little bit more. Rick I've been Meyer. toying with the idea. I want to do a sports rewatchables because we're doing the dentist. Um, I want to do a sports rewatchables, and we talked about maybe doing a, a Texas game. I actually, I had an idea for something better. Um, and it would be you and Clint and me and Craig Harder um, and we'd talk about the Bronco Seahawks Super Bowl. Oh, oh. that'd be awesome. Because I would say, Josh, it'd be cool if you got a UT fan and a USC fan to talk about the Rose Bowl National Championship. Game. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, we could do that, too. So I see the thing is, is I like both the Broncos and the Seahawks. I'm a huge. John, I was a huge John Elway fan growing up. And I love Russ and I love Earl Thomas. So I was really torn on that game. Um, mm-hmm. So I could be kind of a, a, a middle ground and represent the Broncos a little bit. And then, but not, 
you know, not hate on you guys and give you guys the Seahawks, you know, corner to, to cheer on. And, and so we may do a, a, a rewatchable. So get ready to rewatch that game. Uh, I'm assuming it's somewhere where you can get a copy of it online. It's a Super Bowl, right? I would think. Yeah. yeah. No, I've got, I've got it on somewhere. DVD. <laughs> okay. So we may do that. Uh, I think that would be fun. But yeah, we're just throwing shit up against a wall and seeing kind of what, what's No, I, just I to- love it. And I, I'm glad uh, that you guys did what you did because I listened to Movie Crush. Uh, you know, Chuck mm-hmm. Bryant from yeah. Stuff You Should Know. Yep. They'll talk about different movies. And then even for most of my pop culture, I listened to Bald Move. Not sure if you ever listened to them with the Gilbert Gifford. Yeah, have you heard of it? No. Oh, yeah. They, uh, I got into them with Game of Thrones, but they'll do Westworld and then they'll do movies and then pretty much anything pop culture. But I love to hear their take on different things that I'm watching. And then they'll do a rewatch. Um, they, they did Mask of Zero last week, and then I listened to that and rewatched it myself. So uh, I was listening to, to the dentist review that you guys had just today. Are you going to uh, rewatch it? I'm going to actually, I'll admit, I've never seen it. Uh. So I've, I get experience that. And I, and Kelly actually found out there is a dentist too. There's a sequel. Yes. So, oh, yes, just you too. wait. I, I imagine yeah. it's just, just, just awesome. Yeah. Um, where, oh yeah. If you're going to leave us a review, five stars, <laughs> iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. If you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars, hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all the social bullshits, Facebook, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, funny shit for dentists and dental team members, Twitter at Winterferences, uh, Instagram at Winterferences. I can be found on Instagram at Josh Waston DDS. Lance can be found on Instagram at DR Timberman DMD. Uh, Clint, what's your Instagram? Uh, Clint, uh, that one is just Clinton.Timmerman. Okay. It's boring. What happened to Sizzle Chest? Wasn't that uh, a thing? That, that's my Twitter, Twitter handle. Uh, yeah, that's Sizzle Chest DDS. That's Jerky Boys, yeah. Yeah. And then Sizzle Chest was a Jerky Boys thing? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Where else would you have gotten that? Well, I was once in Ocean City, Maryland, and it was cloudy. And so I I made the, the rookie mistake of leaving your shirt off longer. Like, oh, it's not very sunny. And I got badly sunburned. And someone like, hey, nice burn, sizzle chest. And it kind of <laughs> stuck. But I'm sure the person probably got that from Jerky Boys. And then, you know, some. Yeah, I, I, I just I Googled chest, sizzle so. chest. And the second hit is a Vice article saying the Jerky Boys could never exist today. Oh, I, yeah, <laughs> I agree. Which they're and hilarious. then you can... You can actually get a T-shirt from the Jerky Boys online store that says Sizzle Chest on it. I should get that because I just remember Frank Rizzo. Yeah, <laughs> Frank <I> Rizzo. <laughs> Open your fucking ears, jackass. Uh, we used to try to uh, half of the voices I do are are voices from Jerky Boys. From Jerky Boys, yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, one, I don't think you can do what the Jerky Boys did because prank calling—it's almost impossible now with yeah. caller ID. <laughs> oh my god. So, I have a- I have a really funny story about that. So uh, this is story of short, so it shouldn't be too long. Um, we had the scheduling institute at my office doing a training. Uh, and part of the scheduling institute training is they call another office on speakerphone so that you can see how... They call like another office around you so that you can li- all listen to how horrible everyone is on the telephone. And so they call this... They're like, give us three names of dentists you don't like. <laughs> yeah, that's easy. No problemo. Had it locked and loaded, ready to go. Uh, and then they want like one name of a dentist you do like. Um, and so uh, I can't, they made the first phone call and they answer the phone and the the, the scheduling institute trainer is like, I need to book an appointment. And the lady says, are you from the scheduling institute? 
And she like had at a previous office had like done the same training. And when the cell phone called the office, the office had caller ID, it just said scheduling institute on it. And so the the trainer tried to like play it off, like, oh no, I used to work there and I just still have my phone. And I'm just like, fucking abort. Just yeah. hang up the call. Hang like up. it's already like the experiment yeah. has failed. You're not gonna get an a, a good result from this. Just bail. Just bail. Yeah. And uh, and she refused to bail. She just stayed in there. And I was God, this is so uncomfortable. Um, so yeah, you just can't like prank calls. You have to have you have to have like some kind of computer spoofing software now to do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You really do. So did she um, get her, her appointment made? Yeah, she got her appointment <laughs> made. Um, I hope they never called back to cancel it. Um, yeah. That would be nice, but uh, alas. Um, so, uh, Clint, tell me about your song. Well, I uh, came across this band just a few days ago with some of the guests uh, that I've had on Totally Oral. I've tried to have a song that might be say, from the town they're from or maybe the country they're from. And so with Stephen Dold, I had Google searched people from Wichita. Uh, it was a very short list. Uh, I did find Abby the Spoon Lady. What and, about BTK? He's from... Uh, and, and he is... You know, I uh-huh. couldn't find his, his album. Greatest though. I know he. Yeah, I guess I heard he was great on the alto sax, but I uh-huh. uh, couldn't, couldn't find it on iTunes. So I, Abby the Spoon Lady is what I went with, but there's someone else called Pink Nasty who does, um, she does like alternative rock with a country twist, but usually she, she goes in with other people. She'll, she'll collaborate with other uh, musicians. And so there is a band called golden bear and there's a song called galaxy queen that I thought was, was pretty sweet. I almost went with that one, but I went with Abby, the spoon lady who is somebody who's 38 and looks like she's 68, but very talented on the spoons. Um, I gotta see this, Abby the Spoon Lady. It's all right. Google is auto populating here, so it says Abby Spoon Lady, Abby Spoon Lady age, Abby Spoon Lady teeth is the third one. Oh, <laughs> that tells you all you need to know, right there. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna hit enter on this. Um, yeah, she does not have any. Yeah, no, she she should give Stephen a call. What song uh, did you pick? What she corresponded with this guy named or collaborated with a guy named Chris Rodriguez called Working on Wall Street. I don't know if she works on Wall Street, but uh, I don't um, think she does. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna guess no. Good. Well, I look forward to hearing Working on Wall Street by Abby. Yeah. Spoonley. Oh no, sorry. This that I already use on Steven. Um, okay. This, what we're doing is Golden Bear. Oh, Golden and their song Bear. Galaxy Queen. Just want to make sure I find this. Which Golden Bear is not from Wichita, but Pink Nasty, who I guess works with them sometimes, is. You've let us down a uh, demented, uh, demented uh, uh, lane here, Clint. But I like it. I, I, I'll take it. <laughs> I will take it. Well, good luck on the on the show on resurrecting it. Um, it is Easter Thank time, you. so uh, you know. I think only fitting that a show get resurrected right around now. Um, So uh, good luck. Hope it goes well Uh, for Clint Timmerman, for Lance Timmerman. I'm Josh Timmerman. Peace. Stay fresh. Cheese bags.
Oh 